0: hey guys hey guys welcome back to another episode of the selfie
1: show where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty i'm tori the founder and now co-host of the selfie show i'm a nurse blogger
0: and podcaster and i'm sam i'm a nurse podcaster powerlifter co-host of the selfie show and today we're truly off the clock. This was so spicy. I am so pumped for you guys to hear this episode. Yeah. So we have Dr. Amir Ashrafi. He's a neonatologist that Tori and I actually worked with for many years. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I say we're off the clock, it's like we're having the conversations that we could never have when we were actually on the clock with yeah. him. So yeah. this is a fun one. It's
1: gonna be a fun one. He's such a mover shaker. He's also a cowboy. He's just one of those really fun personalities. I think you guys are in for a real treat today. This is funny. And we, are, we some unpopular opinions yeah in this one. you think we
0: have unpopular opinions yeah 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 we love him. he's
1: also one of the co-founders of neo heart and we're gonna get into that yes in a little
0: bit um unpopular opinion ready it's gotta be said okay here we go not all babies are cute <laughs> and we we all know that i'm not telling you something you don't know right. the unpopular part is that i'm just actually saying it right can we just normalize that babies some babies, not are, all babies are cute
1: and okay wait this is a good question as a parent <laughs> are there times when you look at your kid and you're like, like you know do you know that this is not a cute you know? moment okay and this is the thing too some babies start out really cute and then go through a phase of being really really not cute
0: i will say like <laughs> my nanny had self-awareness because she cried when her babies were born oh because okay. she thought they were so ugly <laughs> No, I'm serious. Nani energy. Nani energy. That maybe this is where I get it from because I'm literally her mini. <laughs> I love that. But for she you. she genuinely cried when her baby was born. Well, like, why? Because the head's all misshapen and oh, ugly. Like yeah. she's like, oh my God, they're You know when like so they look ugly. like little
1: Benjamin buttons? Like, that's what I feel like we call them when they're really not cute. Or they look like little old men. Or actually, you know? so
0: when my one of my my aunt had one of her babies and I think like he had a very cone head. Mm -hmm. from like vaginal delivery and my uncle like left the room like after like he like the this is your son and he like was like oh my god oh my god can i tell
1: you vincent had the exact same experience when trace was born he literally vincent was freaking out because his head you know yeah 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 yeah. i mean the nurse nurse to it the nurse called him out looked at him and said He's gonna be fine. His head yeah. will go back. And Vince it was like, Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. L nurses
0: probably have stories for days. Oh my god, I can only stuff.
1: imagine the things that like dads say or say or like you just know they're thinking
0: it as they're looking at the baby <laughs> maybe so I fun. can say this though because I don't have kids but I genuinely think that like if my kid was ugly like I would know it doesn't mean I would love them any less yeah, I, I would know. just be like oh my god you're so ugly you're cute but I thought <laughs> that way about my Nikki babies some of my NICU babies yeah. were ugly or they I go would... through phases but I like loved them and I'd be like yeah. oh my god you're so ugly you're cute there was one baby though that a few of you were all obsessed with and I was like that's the ugliest baby ever <laughs> and you guys used to get so mad at me and be like no it's so cute and I'm like no it's literally uh, like you're like this is but not... it's so cute it's it's so ugly. It's cute. I like know. it. May, like same thing. Like there's ugly dogs. Yeah, you and love I them. Think they're adorable. Right. Like, I will adopt an ugly dog, and you can cuddle and love me. Like sometimes Moses even looks like special. I like because he, he like has is his like so front cute. two teeth removed. Oh, no. So sometimes he's like looks like. <laughs> tooth and like special and like i'm just like bro yeah. like don't make that face that's like not cute yeah or there's like <clears throat>
1: babies who do rbf really hard they'll just do like your bitch face is so hard i love
0: an rbf baby yeah. that's hilarious
1: actually me. trace Loki, he has really hard rbf it's really funny i'm like he's just so cute when he does it he looks at you so mad and he's got this furrow these his eyebrows are so burrowed at you and he just like looks up and he's so mad i'm like oh my god But like, would you be
0: offended if you had an ugly baby and someone was like, oh my gosh, your baby's like not cute, but like how precious.
1: Mentally, I am prepared for an ugly child like you know what I mean like I'm self-aware queen like you can't I'm like okay it's gonna be ugly or they're gonna be I'm gonna have a horrible pregnancy or I'm gonna have a horrible birth like mentally I'm just like in my head I'm like mentally prepared for all the bad things just because you know we know too much we know too much yeah, yeah but if I have an ugly baby if I had an ugly baby I feel like <laughs> I probably wouldn't know and I would just be oblivious you know yeah
0: ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss <laughs> well that's why the quote like oh you have a face only. Will you tell me if love. I have an ugly baby can Will you I? tell me yes can we like make a pact right here that yeah. you won't be offended tell me like, like oh, I'll still be like cute. Auntie Sammy and be like, oh my gosh, my little baby, and like <laughs> snuggle you. Just because you're ugly we're doesn't mean you're not worthy of love. Like, oh, <laughs> we're just
1: going to make you just a little cuter with this, you know? Well, you know, or... like sometimes
0: the like super ball babies where you're like, oh my God, like mm. you are just like this bright little ball light bulb. <laughs> like you need a bow on your head or something. <laughs> like we got to do something. We I love don't. it. Spruce it up. Aww. Maybe I'm just an asshole. Who's we actually, love this for us. who's out here publicly stating babies are ugly? Like I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> i'm sorry uh, okay we are getting into it today yes this one's so good okay so we have dr Amira ashrafi he's an expert in neonatology and neonatal cardiac physiology his primary focus is treating newborns with congenital heart disease he holds national distinction of being one of the very few physicians to actually receive formal training in both neonatal intensive care and cardiac intensive care. Mm-hmm. He attended med school at the University of Utah, did his pediatric residency at the Emory University of Atlanta, spent some time at CHLA, and then did his NICU fellowship at UCLA. And mm-hmm. then then this is where his SAS comes from <laughs> he um, did a second <laughs> fellowship in cardiac intensive care at Boston Children's um, at Harvard University. Yeah. So yeah. homeboy very accomplished and then on top of that dr
1: Shafi is the co-founder of the conference neo heart and also the neo heart society Uh, this is where cardiovascular management of the neonate is going to be discussed in collaboration with dedicated societies from all over the world Okay, so today we're getting into navigating high stress clinical situations, sharpening leadership skills, the science behind saving tiny lives, and unleashing your medical buzz. Also, quick shout out for you guys. So, um, I'm going to Neo Heart. Sam may be making an appearance for the end of it, potentially. We're so excited about this. Um,
0: when you say going, you're actually on a
1: panel. Yeah, so you're so going to be part
0: of Neo Heart. Yeah,
1: but we're talking about some amazing things. We're really going to get into the conference today, but I wanted to let you guys know if you are interested in signing up, even if you wanted to come come virtually you can use the code selfie for two hundred dollars off of your purchase and
0: cus are available cus are virtual so if this is of interest to you especially for all the folks that are interested in cardiac or want to go into the NICU world right highly highly recommend yeah
1: and that's like CVICU NICU this is nurses NPs PAs whoever like this is open to all of you so we're so excited about today get prepared buckle up let's get into it with Dr. Amir Ashrafi okay we got the man in the studio today the man the myth the legend oh my (laughs)
0: god this is gonna be a fun one actually i'm super excited to ask you because i know you're an opinionated person that's why we've gotten along though
2: 100 100 yes
0: but what is your unpopular opinion
2: right off the bat yeah can we warm up
0: (laughs) we're jumping in hard about anything.
2: I went to Hollywood last night.
0: Okay. Oh. For the
2: first time, not in that long, but I don't like Hollywood anymore.
0: Oh,
1: I get it. I
2: don't like Hollywood anymore. Okay.
1: What about it? We want to know.
2: It's dirty. It's, it's trashy. But can I even, if you really want unpopular. Yeah. I've become a Newport Beach snob. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> so I still I've live in Orange County. Here we go. And Tori, I'm always like, I, I work in LA now. I almost moved to LA this year. I, no, I'll, Newport Beach. It's a, Okay, the dynamics between L.A. and Orange
1: County is such a thing, right? It's like Orange County is its own bubble. No one ever
0: leaves. It's clean. It is, I yes, and L.A. is a whole different vibe, totally different vibe. Also, L.A., everyone thinks they're someone, like they think they're, instagram famous or they think they're an actor it's like dude you were in a tampon commercial like stop you're not cool like get over yourself you were you were pushing viagra let's yeah. let's
2: get over it yeah yeah yeah. we love that
1: where'd you go anywhere good
2: i don't even want to say no it wasn't there. Mm,
1: okay not yeah.
2: worth it and then the parking
0: well, i went to all this effort and then t- couldn't even find parking and for what exactly parking in la makes me exactly homicidal
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we have both obviously known you for years and, but I feel like there's actually a lot we don't know about you. So let's go back to like baby Rafi where you grew Baby-ish. up. Let's go back to the beginning. um, And then leading up to your medical, you know, your current medical situation.
2: I grew up literally in the middle of nowhere in the booming metropolis of Centerville, Utah. Oh. <laughs> All of You're two, from tra- Utah? all of two traffic lights, and that is it.
1: <gasps> Did not know that. Wow. Why?
2: I don't know how how controversial <laughs> we should get here. I love it. Do I it. Can, go, I go, went to go all college. the way. I yes. went to
0: college for a year in Southern Utah University. Yeah. In Cedar City, and I had lack of culture shock. What do you mean? Like there was so devoid of culture that it was shocking to me. Growing up in Southern California, that oh I was there and God. I had a lack of culture shock, and was like, I need to come home. I cannot do this. <laughs>
2: Yeah, nothing happens in Centerville, Utah.
0: Interesting. So it was in
2: Centerville, Utah, then went to college there, met my current wife, Mm -hmm. stayed for med school, went to the East Coast for residency, UCLA for fellowship, back to the East Coast for cardiac ICU fellowship, and then to Chalk. Interesting. So I've been all over.
1: Yeah, you have. I've been all over. What... Okay, let's go into babies because like, okay, you are in terms of personality. I would not put you in like the sugary, fluffy, um, you know, like emotional type of person. What made you decide to go into NICU? Because that's, it's very niche and but I want to get back to that. Like, where was that decision?
2: I had no intention of going into pediatrics or neonatology whatsoever. It was absolutely clear what I was going to do. I was going to be a vascular surgeon, make no mistake about it. I came into med school knowing what I'm going to do. So I did vascular surgery rotation, and I was doing a great. And I vividly remember probably the worst call night I've ever had. In addition to being absolutely exhausted, we're in the OR till, I don't know, 1 or 2 in the morning. 95-year-old grandmom comes in with ruptured aortic aneurysm. We're in the OR till 5 in the morning. I can't keep my eyes open any longer. And then another 98-year-old guy comes in with another ruptured aortic aneurysm. And I was like, I'm done. I can't do 98-year-olds anymore. So that was the moment I was like, I'm done. I'm going to go into interventional cardiology. Pediatric interventional cardiology was the plan. So I went into PEEDS specifically for that purpose. Then I went into cardiology, and honestly, I didn't love that either. So now mm. I'm stuck. I went into pediatrics, and I don't really have a direction. A close family friend was a um, was a NICU doc and said, hey, why don't you come and hang out with me for a day? And NICU wasn't it, but neonatal cardiac intensive care that was it. So at that moment, I was like, "Okay, this is it." Went into neonatology specifically, knowing that I'm going to do another fellowship afterwards in cardiac intensive care, and just focus on babies with heart problems.
0: I mean, I think we all have lovingly joked as NICU nurses that you get the biggest like boner for cardiac <laughs> defects. <laughs> that was actually like, a we'll quote. Be like, okay, we're admitting a cooling kid, we're admitting a preemie, we're admitting some gastroschisis. Yeah. Ashraf like, "Oh, the fellows got this." <laughs>
2: I don't get out of bed. Yeah, I, if it's outside the thorax, I don't get out of yeah. the bed. It's you're like, so okay, funny.
0: fellows, on, we're good. Cardiac defect, boner alert. He's up. <laughs> he's in. He's, he's in. He's Up and at him. He's, he's out there. He's doing his own echo. Like yeah. maybe rolling Nothing. up in like some jeans
1: and cowboy boots and ready to to slay the day.
2: <laughs> babies with broken hearts is my thing. I know babies it's... with broken hearts. That's my jam. What That's is my jam?
1: What is it about that that you love? Like.
2: You know, getting into that The hero complex is good. Ooh. The pathophysiology the path. is good. The complexity of it's good. Uh, the absolute terror and fear that everybody has. And then, you know, you can come in and handle the problem. Right. The problem solving the whole package. Yeah. The whole package is great.
0: You want to know one of the most satisfying things in the entire NICU? Is a balloon septostomy.
2: Balloon septostomy is cool.
0: Watching those sats in that moment. Explain. You're just like, For people who oh, don't know, explain. Oh, it hits the spot. So good.
2: Baby's born, and the aorta and the pulmonary artery are switched. So now the aorta comes off the right ventricle, the aorta comes off the left ventricle. They can't oxygenate. Sats are in the toilet. As you heard, uh, what we do is we'll put a catheter into the femoral vein, go up to the heart, go through the PFO. Uh, open up the balloon, and literally just tear a yeah. giant hole into the atrium. It's crazy to watch. Just yes. tear a giant hole. Once you tear a giant hole, now you've got mixing between the two atriums. You may not be satting 100%, but as long as we get sat in the 70s and 80s, keep the hemoglobin high, make sure cardiac output is good, VO2 metabolic demand is low, we'll do just fine until we do the arterial switch. But you're right. That's
0: It's so satisfying because you're watching cool. physiology just happen, happen. like I right didn't. in front of you. Yeah. yeah, it's remarkable.
2: I love that. The ability to manipulate blood flow left to right, right to left, that's the part about it that's cool. That's the applied physiology that's cool.
0: That's Mm -hmm. why adult cardiology
2: sucks. So it's interesting. Some parts of medicine are pathology-driven. You're exactly right. Coronary artery disease, same thing, or oncology is great. I mean, there's been more progress in oncology than any other field of medicine. Very pathology-driven. NICU is very Mm physiology-driven. If you understand the physiology, Mm. that's it. Well, that's why, like,
0: even all the cardiac— surgeries that have been developed for the defects are amazing because here's i can say this because you're not a cardiac surgeon technically but when i taught nursing school cardiac defects was my favorite topic to lecture on and going through them and then i was like cardiac surgeons are honestly just like fancy plumbers <laughs> because well they basically not, learned, not wrong. The, wrong. the heart not doesn't wrong. work right and yeah i have the ability to manipulate to the blood it. flow repipe it where it needs to go there's a block here. This doesn't work here. There's no connection here. They repipe the heart, and you're literally making a functioning heart. And adults, it's like, oh, another cardiac right. arrest from an MI. Like it's more like breakdown. Yeah, yeah. it's more long term pathology. pathology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
1: yeah. a lot of
2: chronic. Chronic. Yeah. A lot of chronic Versus, care.
1: it's fun in Neo because it's fresh, right, and it's unpredictable.
2: And our path, our past medical history is just one line. Born. Yeah, <laughs> born. Yeah, one word. Totally. One word. Past medical history, born. Well, yes, basically, born.
0: like no, prenatally diagnosed, prenatal or meds, unknown. Or
2: a previous meds, none. Yeah, uh, what was that? Well, prenatally diagnosed. Oh yeah, exactly or not. right. That's exactly the one right. thing. Totally. Like? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we went through, and um, we did a little research, and we went through and asked nurses. OK, Dr. Shafi, like, what do you think? You know, let's get the oh, tea. Gosh. Let's bring it. Oh,
2: gosh. Um, one of get, this could get bad.
1: <laughs> one of the stories. <laughs> this is actually really funny. Was she's now a charge nurse, but she was saying that um, this is something that you said to her when you first started. You oh, said, <laughs> you know, I was a little nervous starting here because I heard the nurses were bitchy. <laughs> But I don't know why they were saying that about you because you guys are great. And it's funny because in her, what she was saying or what you were, what you meant was the nurses were so strong and advocate that the translation was you advocate for your patients. And it's like so great to me because I'm like, I really love this story. First of all,
2: I categorically deny it.
0: (laughs) Allegedly. No, I
2: Categorically deny
0: that. I remember you used to do calls at another hospital and you ended up in HR there because oh here we go of you and the nurses having a difference in opinion and you looked it. at me and you told me and you said i will give you guys credit because you guys know your shit oh that's true. and those other nurses didn't get along with me because i was expecting them to know their shit like you guys know your shit yeah and it didn't go over well <laughs> i actually I
2: think that the day and age and i don't think i'm telling you anything you don't know hierarchy in medicine is 1980s right right? it's absolutely 1980s it's this it's this table right here doctors are one leg nurses are one leg respiratory therapists are one leg and i mean you name it any ancillary am i going to tell a feeding therapist how to Right. Exercise the muscles of the throat. Of course not. I have no idea. Right. You guys know things. Nor that do I we want no
1: to. T- that's not like what we, you know, that's, that's our, not what we what want we we to, to do. For. Right.
2: Exactly. I have no idea. So it's all about high functioning teams. And if you're taking care of sick babies and everybody's high functioning, then it's great. For it's sure. intense. High fives. Everything is good. When you're high functioning and the person with you isn't, that's when I get aggravated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a high, it's a dynamic for sure.
2: That's when I lose it. I lose it
1: there. Something else that, um, a few of the nurses actually brought up was they were basically saying you are ridiculously smart and very calm in emergencies. And something that I heard on another podcast was the idea that, um, a good doctor is one that can take you out of unexpected danger.
2: I would say the same thing about nurses, but keep going.
1: And I feel like I'm really curious, how do you navigate high stress situations? Like, how do you build the skill and, you know, the have that presenting calm energy? Like, what do you do or how do you do this?
2: I don't know if it's a how. That's what I enjoy doing. If you enjoy high acuity situations, it's not stressful. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy high acuity situations, it becomes stressful. About this other hospital that I went to, it's a very low acuity, low stress unit. And I'm absolutely losing my mind one night. <laughs> true story. True story. And it wasn't because it was busy. It, was because it, w- it wasn't because it was intense. It was just yeah. meaningless busy work. I get so upset. I'm saving money for a house. I'm a fairly new attending. I call my wife on the drive home. I'm like, honey... Get dressed. I'm, I'm in the worst mood. Let's go out for breakfast somewhere. She's like, Oh, you know, can we stay home? I don't really want to go out. I'm like, Come on, let's go. We're back. We're like, Just get dressed. We're going out. She's like, Okay, calm <laughs> down, relax. We'll go out for breakfast. Don't be a deal. Need that post shift mimosa. Let's do it. <laughs> we get in the car and we stop at a red light. And I'm sitting there just kind of going, We need to buy a car today. She's like, Excuse me? I'm like, And I'm not an impulsive guy. I'm <laughs> not by any means an impulsive guy. Okay, what kind of car? I was like, I don't know. So we're driving down Jamboree and there's that Mercedes Benz dealership to the left. Do you want a Mercedes? No. Drive all the way to Pacific Coast Highway, make a ride. There's a Porsche dealership on the left. She's like, do you want a Porsche? And I'm like, no. We go a little further to the right. It's the Maserati and Ferrari of Newport oh. Beach. <laughs> it's like, this is it.
0: We've all seen your Maserati, too. We yeah, always, uh, always knew where you parked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> this is back then when Maserati was cool. It's not as cool now. They, they've ruined the brand. But anyway, we go into the Maserati-Ferrari dealership, and I said, we are not leaving here until we get a car and you get to pick it. She's like, I like this. She picked two blue cars. Good. One was outrageously expensive. One was only moderately expensive. And for the first time, I understood my wife's retail therapy because I felt great for two mm-hmm. weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt great for You're two like- weeks. So, acute situations aren't stressful, they're enjoyable. It's yeah. the non acute situations that stress me out. I get I like angry. That. I can't control my emotions. I burst out on my wife. Let's go get breakfast. Like, I just, yeah. those are the situations that stress me out.
0: Yeah. Well, well I used to get, um, I was. Lovingly talked to one time about lovingly that lovingly that I only like to have sick one to ones, and I need to be more open to other assignments. And I'm like, but why? But why? I don't like other assignments. <laughs> if you're not sick on drips and you are not intubated, what am, No, this is an ICU. I didn't come here to be a step down NICU yeah, nurse. especially a level four. I don't want to give a bath. I don't want to feed a baby. I want sick. I want to critically think. I want to get that blood gas and be like, "Shit,
1: like <laughs> what? What do we do now?"
2: <laughs> what makes neonatology so difficult? It's got the largest spectrum probably of any field in medicine. It can be just nursery, yeah, changing diapers and weighing babies, or it can be the extreme of replumbing their heart. It's mm-hmm. so extreme.
0: It is. It is.
1: Well, and especially it's so different NICU to NICU, as you mentioned too. You know, the dynamics in every NICU are so different.
0: Well not all of them have cardiac and surgical and exactly. neuro services exactly. all under one roof. Exactly. There's a very limited number that offer that extensive level of like service lines. And yeah, I am an adrenaline junkie. Obviously that's why I went to like the transport helicopter. Cause I'm like, eh, saving people in a hospital, boring. I need to do that <laughs> up in the air where shit's really going down. Like, so I get it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Who is the most, um, who has been the most influential person in your life? Is there a pillar of someone? That, Medicine, yeah,
2: non-medicine,
1: both maybe, or someone that's really, really had life an effect role on model you and, and
0: medical career role model. Oh, ooh,
2: ooh. ooh. <clears throat> medical role model, yeah. It's got to yeah. be a combination of VJ and John Cleary. Yeah, For those too, of you that don't know, yeah, uh, John Cleary, smartest guy, Irish, Boston classified as an asshole oh, yeah. <laughs> more times than anybody can count. And he's nothing but flowers and candy.
0: Yeah. He likes a party too. He loves a good He Irish hosts a party. really good party. Yeah.
2: He does host a very good Irish party. Yeah. And he's another one of those guys. As long as you know what you're doing, high functioning teams working together, he's right. the best guy to be with. Once somebody starts to lag behind, not because they can't, but because they don't want to or they don't want to work that hard or they just don't like these acute situations that's when he loses his mind he absolutely blows up one of the smartest guys so definitely him and then VJ Dar is a master politician in addition to being absolutely brilliant I mean just absolutely brilliant the way he manipulates people oh yeah you will walk into his office saying I will never do fill in the blank and you'll walk out going oh my god I'm the director of fill in the blank like <laughs> his ability to manipulate you so chalk gave me a leadership coach recently.
1: Oh, I like that.
2: I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh,
1: I think <laughs> that this is great. I'm
2: here for it. Well, let me... T- can I... Can yeah, I, yeah. Let yeah, me, yeah, indulge, can I, can indulge. I, can I speak out loud, think Please out loud do. for a second? Yes. Please do. If they call it a therapist, <laughs> it's subject to patient-physician confidentiality. But if they call it a coach...
1: Oh, Oh, they
2: can say whatever they want. So part of me is a little suspicious going, wait a second. Are these guys implanting a spy or is this really for (laughs) my my development? I'm not exactly sure. So it could be both. We're
0: going to develop him and use it against him. And use
2: it against him later on. So I think I was, so I was very careful when they said a coach. I was like a coach. Okay. And I went and spoke to him when we were talking about leadership and how do you become an effective leader? What are your skill sets? What are you good at? What are you not good at? The ability to inspire a team, to understand your vision, that in and of itself is a masterful skill set. Yeah. So for VJ, it's that. For John Cleary, it's medical.
1: Like influence. I really like that because Dr. Dark, he, it was so funny because just thinking back, he had this calm energy about him that was very, um, yeah, you're right. It was very influential, I would say. That's Can really I also good... toot
0: my own horn and say Dr. Cleary has never been mean to me. I don't because think so, me either. I no, don't no, think, no, because yeah. you guys are great. Yeah.
2: You're great. Never and that, had, yeah. as long as you're top level, Cleary is the best guy to be around. Mm, mm-hmm. And if you're up and coming and learning and eager and excited, you make mistakes, but you're excited, he's the best. It's when you're like, oh, I'm not really in the mood to do that. I'm going let to let, let the next shift do it. <laughs> or That's when he loses real his mind. you questions
0: and you want to learn.
2: He's the best guy for that. Like,
0: them. I remember you used to pull up a whiteboard and do, well, you went over, like, I learned about pressers from you. Oh, because you went compliment. over all the different, like, types and classes and what they do. And it was like, okay, everything I learned about all what the different pressers was from you.
2: That's nice of you And to then
0: you would also do, like, a really good septic shock one. And... I swear to God, I just like literally copy pasted that when I started teaching nursing school and then I'll
2: give you my PowerPoint.
0: (laughs) Um, and then there was the other, when you just go through like random cardiac defects, but I learned so much about like decreasing metabolic demand on like the left hypoplasts and everything. And I swear, like I took all of that. And then when I became a peds instructor for nursing school, I was like the only one that could lecture on cardiac defects. And I'm like, I swear, because from where I was raised, I would get these like 2am whiteboard lectures from Dr. Ashrafi though.
1: This is the reason, actually, we really wanted to get you on today, Uh, other than there's a multitude of reasons. But one of the reasons is because we both worked in other, you know, facilities. And what I think is so unique is... You know, we started learning from you, and I really loved. It's such a unique thing that you truly bring to your team, and I really want to commend you for that. Because I will say, both of us have learned so much for you. You would literally, we were night shift, right? So we were all the night shift girlies, and you would come and bring in that whiteboard, and you would take time to sit down. And what would happen is, I okay, so one of us would ask you a question, for example, and you'd say, "Hold on, let me get the whiteboard." So you grab it, and then all of a sudden, people are coming around, and you know, next thing you know, there's five of us there's respiratory therapists there's you know we all take like 15 20 minutes and you would do a lecture and I think the idea of you know you're supporting your team so well you want us to all like rise to the oh, occasion and I love this and I think we need more of this well, and I
0: think other facilities don't promote like you were even talking about it's archaic to sit there and think there's a hierarchy we're a team I feel like you've always promoted us to be inquisitive and to ask oh questions and I've worked at other facilities and that's not the culture it's frowned upon. And there's nurses that like, I grew up in this culture that they didn't, I say grow up that way. So they're like, what do you mean question a doctor? Oh gosh. And like, can I do a reenactment of Ashrafi doing rounds? (laughs) Come Let's on. do it. Pop off. So okay, oh, he's got his like white uh t-shirt on, which is probably white like t-shirt? Yeah, like a little white v-neck that's like a Gucci. Okay. It was probably like eighty dollars. <laughs> but then you have like your scrub top or, scrub or you bottoms. have like a jacket, but then you have your scrub bottom. Yeah. You walk in and his clogs. You walk in, and I will have a kid that's a one-to-one that's literally like bottomed-out oh. blood pressures, like clinging to life. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got a list of things to go over rounds. And he walks in, he's like, What's up, party people? <laughs> And then so great. I'm like me first <laughs> and I start going through all the things and you're like, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. And you ask that instead of just being like, Oh, okay. She just described 10 problems. I'm going to start putting in orders and telling her what to do. You're like, well, what do you want to do? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I think that we like need to start this drip or like, look, we haven't been on steroids. Like we need to start some hydrocortisone and X, Y, like, but you promoted that in and then you'll be like, sounds good or i like that but I we really, should also add this yes. to it and it, yeah
1: cuz you what you're doing is you throw it in our court and then you say okay let's think it out and then you know we it, it's an opportunity for us to really you well, know you kind have of the learn answers. right you already <laughs> like, know like you already
0: know you already have the answers of this is the patient's problem this is what we need to do to fix it but you're not just being like okay you're what, like, literally you would look at me like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, yeah, I oh, love that.
2: Same, wow. same. I love that. That's a huge compliment. For sure.
0: And then it's kind of like, I, I love rounds with
1: you for that reason, because I feel like you always like give an opportunity to say, okay, what do you think? And then like, think it through, learn. And then, you know, you toss it back. And I think it's just, it's unique. And
0: I really like that. You it's know a good tactic. You funny too? In my interviews for my med device job, I had like, it took 10 interviews, 10 weeks. Like it was intense and the question kept coming up do you have a problem like talking to doctors <laughs> no <laughs> i'm like oh god you do, do not, you know me do you not know me? Like, do, i'm like if you asked any doctor that's ever met me that's if hilarious. i have a problem speaking up i could vouch or like having vouch. a doctor yeah. or disagree with a doctor i'm like oh Old
1: oh buddy oh buddy wait can we go into that um okay let's do top two least favorite things nurses do
2: Ooh, yeah. oh i get that's easy
1: okay okay top five then yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> and or rts we're gonna include the whole team here yeah
2: can i do it over the course of this interview or do yeah. I do yeah okay yeah. i'll give you the first one now okay okay when a nurse says i got these issues and i turn it back on them, and it's like so what do you normally do and their answer is i normally ask the doctor what to do that's my bit. Oh. my head explodes when they say that and they get i get that a lot ask the doctor
0: Okay. Uh, and I see, that's what makes that. me sad because I that's my favorite that. thing about oh, yes. you is giving me the, the p- opportunity to.
1: Well, talk. and here's like, if you had a new nurse and they just genuinely say, I am unaware. That's a real, that's even more. I like the honesty on that. Cause then you're like, okay, I can teach you.
2: The, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Or
1: I mean? oh,
0: this hasn't even happened before. I'm like, I want to learn, mm-hmm. but yeah.
2: Oh, I have another one. Can I do for yeah. fellows? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to do five over the course of this. <laughs> okay, here we go. I was on call. Was it? Two or three Saturdays ago, I'm driving into work, and I get a, a text message from the fellow saying, I can't come in today. I have a major emergency. And I've learned you don't question fellows. If they've got an emergency, you just say, fine. And that was my answer. No problem. And I think this fellow, I don't know, was feeling anxious self-conscious or something, so proceeded to explain herself. And basically, she, her dog needed a mental health day, so she didn't take call on Saturday. Her dog? Her oh. dog needed a mental oh. health day. Oh. You guys are hip and trendy. Like, is this a thing? Okay, I am a dog mom. Okay, is this a thing? Dogs mental health? No, I, so I don't even get a mental sleep. I don't, I don't think day. I would have said
1: that. If I was her, I would have lied and be like, I have to take my dog to the vet. You know what I mean? Like, just lie and be like, I'm taking my dog to the vet. You
0: know what I mean? Like, okay.
2: I didn't even know how to react to that.
0: Yeah. It's, that's I was a confused. i was like emotionally, also,
2: intellectually confused.
0: That's also not a thing. Like, I feel like a honestly terrible dog mom right now because I travel so much for work and I leave them with my cousin. That I'm like sad for them, but I'm not gonna like call out of work because my, I've called out when my dog had legitimate surgery, but then I still lied because I didn't want to like you know come off as some weak sauce. I'm like lying. There's time and place to lie. lie. Totally lie. Totally lie. There's time and place (laughs) (laughs) to lie. Because
1: okay, maybe that's a (laughs) good question for you. Like this generation of new upcoming, let's say doctors and nurses, like everyone, the new upcoming generation of healthcare providers. Like, where is the pulse? What are you thinking? What do you?
2: How do you feel? Really bright. They won't go above and beyond for the most part. I shouldn't say that for everybody because mm-hmm. there are people that go above and beyond. We got this new guy named Grant Schaefer. Brand new guy. He's above and beyond. The guy's a tank. Uh, by and large, totally um, totally uh, lumping everybody into one, one, um, one cliche. And lack of problem solving. Okay. Don't
0: you think? Yeah, I mean... Well, because nowadays
2: like a we solving. solve
0: everything for everyone else. We don't... You know, okay,
1: I'll say this, because this is a big dynamic of everything going on, right? You, When we started together as a team, this was nine years ago, nine, ten years ago, right? Um, there was far less movement in terms of people, you know, people stayed, yeah. we stayed yeah, and we, you know, we were that's all true. such a core team. You know, when we started in the NICU, it was like, you would come in, you knew exactly who it was. dynamics, You knew, us, was all dynamics. By you knew no. us by name. We oh. had the RTs, the RNs, like you knew the dynamics. We could joke around. We had fun. Now I feel like everyone's moving around a lot, and I think that's changing the dynamic of what's going on at the bedside. I think it's changing like the learning opportunities. I think it's changing the, the trust, trust you build together the teams. Trust. Yeah. I think that is a big dynamic, yeah. and you know something has to change in healthcare overall. I think, but yeah, I mean, it makes me sad because I hope that the new generation like really wants to put in the effort and wants to seek out those opportunities and wants to be better. But yeah, I think I kind of
0: agree with you. I think it's kind of happening everywhere. You know, well like, cuz you kind of know right now going into a delivery you look and you go that's my L&D nurse. That's my RT. This is like who's going to be admitting? That's who's charge nurse. Like anything could happen and it's going to be easy breezy, not a problem totally. because this team is so rock solid and that's how it used to always be. It was like we yeah. had a team that we like trusted explicitly. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there's just a lot of things shifting. I'm curious for you too. Um
1: something that you know, you have truly like the fascination with like growing a human, repairing hearts. You know, you're, you really thrive under these, this pressure. But after a while, you know, it can get, you can get that, you know, burnout. How do you keep your like medical buzz? Like what keeps you going? What gets you really, really good
0: excited question. about?
2: I don't know because I haven't lost my buzz yet. That's good. I haven't there lost my buzz yet.
0: Yeah. Are you it's doing any awesome. research right now still? Cause I know when I left you, you were working on some research stuff.
2: I was doing research and I've sort of pivoted to party planning, uh, medical party planning. Love that. I don't do as much research. I could let that to the smart people. Um, you guys know about this meeting, Neohart, that I host? Oh, we're, yeah, we're
1: going to get into that. you are being very
0: humble about the medical party planning.
2: Yes. Yeah, medical party planning. So getting involved in NeoHeart, getting involved in the World Congress of Cardiology and Cardiac Surgery, Getting involved in like the big events around medicine is where more of my time has been going towards.
1: I love that. You know, and that's kind of interesting because, you know, for us here in the selfie world, we love that kind of energy because it's really, it starts opening up conversations and it starts, I think we need more of that. What you're doing is you're, you know, becoming the host of the party. So everyone's coming. And I love this because there was nothing like this prior. Exactly Nothing. And it's it's crazy because I used to I think that what used to be the dynamics in hospital hospital was very competitive. It was very like, you know, doors were closed. No one was sharing information, you know, right. It's like nailed it. And now it's like, okay, what are you guys doing? How are you doing this? How are you improving your outcomes? And you're really I mean, let's talk about Neohart. Let's get into that.
2: So I'll take it even one step further. Not only were hospitals not talking to each other. Whenever nurses, when how many medical conferences have you been to? It's a bunch of a lot, nurses yeah. talking to a bunch of nurses. Right. Well, it's a bunch of NICU nurses talking to NICU nurses. Mm-hmm. Cardiology nurses talking to cardiology nurses. If Even I go if to, you do right. the ED, the
0: critical care, the nurse, it's all. That everyone keeps in their same bubble. Bubble.
2: Doctors talking to doctors. Cardiologists talking to cardiologists. CT surgeons talking to CT surgeons, and that that's all it was. Right. I remember one day, so I'd come back. Uh, I had left Boston, had come back here. I was a brand new attending. Me. Anthony Chang and John Cleary. All of us are essentially, you know, trained in in babies with heart problems. I was the CVICU attending for that day. John Cleary was the NICU attending for the day. And and Anthony Chang was the cardiologist for that day. So there's one neonate sick. We're having a conversation about what to do. And all three of us had a different plan. And when we started debating it, we all had literature. We all had evidence to support our plan. Clearly, his was from the NICU journal. His was from the cardiology journal. Mine was from the ICU journal. So we've got one patient Diverging literature, diverging knowledge base because people aren't talking to each other. And that's when NeoHeart was born at that moment. We need a meeting where everybody comes together and talks. So the whole premise is eliminate silos, eliminate barriers. We put these big plenaries on stage, there has to be at least one NICU representative, one cardiology representative, one CT surgery representative. One, if I didn't say uh, CVICU representative and nursing representative. They all, and in fact, Tori's going to be on the pulmonary yeah. hypertension session. Oh, so, so, so shout <laughs> Don't out. Put this shout up out. Yeah. <laughs> pulmonary <laughs> hypertension. I, Here we go. I hope that's your, hope that's your jam. We're, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> well, because of you, it is. So put everybody on stage and have difficult conversations with each other, learn from each other, break down silos. Listening to not only, not only that, now we've got a whole bunch of fetal people coming, and we've got adult congenital cardiology coming because the decisions you make in the fetal period have direct ramifications on the neonatal period, which have right. direct ramifications on the pediatric outcome. Right. So it's this fluid continuum of care, bring everybody in one room, learn from each other, eliminate silos and barriers. And that's the whole point. It also becomes a much better party. There's a lot more people, a lot yeah, more interests, a lot more. We're going to have people from, I don't know, Everywhere. 50, 60 countries coming yeah. in so far, been right. registered. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome, hopefully.
0: Well, I love that because not to talk shit on, like, I had a poster presentation at the NAN conference, the NICU
2: conference. I'm speaking at NAN. No, and I NAN. Well, yeah, NAN, NAN or NAN. NAN, NAN. One NAN, NAN is
0: Neonatal yeah. Association of Neonatal Nurses, National Association of Neonatal Nurses, NAN. And it was a great conference, but I, everything I went to, I was kind of like, I already know this a little bit, right? Like we already do this. Like, what am I, and maybe, yeah. And it's good in the sense where not everyone comes from a level four setting where I'm, my exposure to things was a lot, but I'm like, how cool would it have been to hear from other specialties and fields? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just like the idea of just, we already know what we know it's cool to continue to learn and grow in your own field, but to be able to get exposure to the fields that you don't know about, yes. that's where I'm like, this is beneficial.
2: There's going to be a talk, which is again, just cool stuff. An adult critical care doctor whose passion and don't quote me exactly on how this happened. She's in the ICU. Somebody's in florid heart failure, diastolic dysfunction. They're sick as can be. The only thing in their past medical history is I was extremely premature. And again, I don't know if exactly, give or take, this is how the story plays out. She finds that interesting. A couple weeks to months, years later, another patient comes in. The only finding, the only past medical history, I was extremely preterm birth. She goes, huh, I wonder if these guys, what's going on here? She's now dedicated her life to myocardial function in adults who were born extremely premature wow
0: so interesting so these are, is
1: she the one from texas she from Texas. yes i think i just Kar- moved
2: she just moved from minneapolis texas using ut southwestern Caragas. yeah it she is abjectly brilliant and so hearing about ramifications of the decisions we make today mm-hmm. and what that means 10 15 right. 20 years something you wouldn't even think about it but it's only until you get all these people in a room they go wait a second Maybe that isn't the smartest thing that I did. Mm -hmm. Totally. It gets the baby out of the hospital sooner, but I'm not setting him up to succeed down the road. And that's how you define success.
1: Right. How do you, I'm curious about um, maybe going into a little, we'll touch on like cardiac anomalies just in general. Like this is going to sound very, you know, point blank, but like, why should we care? You know what I mean? Like what statistically, you know, in terms of cardiac anomalies and the most common
2: congenital defect is heart disease. Just shy of 1% of all babies have some type of heart uh, condition. Second most common is extremely preterm birth or prematurity. So right then and there, you've got heart disease, you've got prematurity. So it's going to affect more than, than any other things in pediatrics. Right. And again, making the decisions. We don't, it used to be in medicine. Oh, here's another pet peeve. Pet peeves. <laughs>
1: Number three. Here we go. Number three. <laughs> Collecting.
2: When we give each other high fives because we got the sickest kid out of the hospital kids are supposed to get out of the hospital. That's not how we define success. That's how you define success in 1980 and 1990 when we had a hierarchical system. The baby got home, high five each other. Today, the way we define success is intact survival. Mm -hmm. And so- Morbidity. Morbidities, long-term survival. I've had this conversation with families a hundred times and it's going to happen a thousand times. So how do we define success? When your baby is five years old, are they enrolling in normal schools? When your kid is 12 years old, are they playing sports with their friends? And when they're 18, are they going to the best colleges? If that happens, that's how we define success. And so one of the one of the biggest impediments to long-term neurodial outcomes, and all of us are guilty of it, nobody more than me, is excessive sedation. God mm. forbid this baby should move a finger. God baby, forbid this baby should move a toe. And we try to knock these babies out with versed and we love our versed drips and these kids are all versed responsive but we know every time you give a dose of versed you're actively injuring neuronal apoptosis uh uh, neuronal growth and uh, stimulating neuronal apoptosis so which affects long-term brain development which which the kid gets home yeah and everybody's oh he had a great shift his stats were great but did we actually do that kid any favors because if we define success as not discharge but intact survival Mm -hmm. we haven't done this kid any favors so not keeping your eye on the prize, focusing on the wrong things, having an easy shift so i don't have to yeah. do whatever that's a third pet peeve of mine.
1: Oh, i like mm-hmm. that. That's really good. Yeah, cuz i mean a lot of times the things that we need to do are very um they're taxing. It it's, it's can not be easy. it's not easy. It's, not easy. it's easy. really not easy. Yeah. It's hard to do a good job. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah I'm really I love that um okay I want to hear a little bit more about the party planning aspect let's go back to square one with Neo Hart um how did you like where did you start with this situation how like,
0: hard was that to even like yeah okay, like you had the idea you had
1: to get buy-in obviously but, but like how, where do you start
2: Anthony Chang throws a lot of medical conferences. For those of you who don't know, he's basically one of the fathers of cardiac intensive care, pediatric cardiac intensive care. And he's not the first, but he's he's the first generation of guys that came through. And he made his claim to fame by creating a society called the Pediatric Cardiac Intensive Care Society, PCICS. It's just one letter too long, but uh, <laughs> PCICS. Yeah. They have a meeting in Miami every year. And it's a phenomenal meeting. If you guys want to go to a fun meeting, cardiac yeah. PCICS in Miami, it's phenomenal. He then moved to Orange County. So he knows how to throw a conference. So I said, hey, Anthony, I need help on how to do this. And he literally, you talk about mentorship, he just sat down and said, here's how you succeed. Here are the common pitfalls. And here are the things you absolutely have to avoid under all yeah. circumstances. Call me if you need help. So I go to hospital administration. I pitch my idea. I'm sorry, who are you? I had been at attending for four <laughs> months. I barely learned where the bathrooms were. Literally been attending for four months. It's like, who are you? Yeah. I'm meeting with the chief strategy officer. And she says, forget about it. So, again, I call Anthony. I was like, hey, phone a friend. I need help. He's like, you already? Already? to <laughs> <He was never laughs> tell you the first step. What do you mean? She's yeah. so like, let's set up the meeting again. This time, I'll come with you. I'm like, okay, great. We go in, and he just knew the magic words. He knew... This is important for national reputation. National reputation is important for U.S. News and World Report rankings. Uh, oh. He just kind of knew the angles, the buzzwords. Yeah. At this point with hospital administrators, the Bible is U.S. News and World Report. If mm-hmm. The rankings, that is number one. That's number one. The other one now is um, QI, QI, QI. Mm-hmm. U.S. News and World Report and QI. Those are the two buzzwords now. Okay. So he knew exactly the, the buzzwords, and they approved it. They said, okay, let's go forward. So... From there, I didn't know how to make an agenda. So I made an agenda, and he looked at it, and he said, this is terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love an honest mentor. I know. And why
2: was it terrible? Because it was very old school, hour-long lectures. In this day and age, nobody can sit for more than 15 minutes without having to check their phone. And he's like, you got to do – this was even before TED Talks, so right around the TED Talk. 15 minutes, Mm. no more than that. Keep it moving. Keep it moving fast. Keep going fast. I was like, 15 minutes? Can anybody talk in 15 minutes? It takes 15 minutes just to do your introduction. <laughs> he goes, you're only going to invite the pros who know how to get their point across. You're not going to invite your friends. You're not going to invite uh-huh. people you like. You may hate the person, but if they're a pro, yeah. that's who you're going to invite to speak. You're going to get diversity of thought, diversity of representation in terms of uh, attendings, and attendings and, nurses, yeah, uh, yeah. fellows, RT, RTs, right. whatever. You get a diversity of people. You get the best of the best. And so the first one happened in Huntington Beach, I would give it a solid C minus at best. It was <laughs> marginal at best.
1: It was fun though. We love a self working. There you <laughs> go. There was a
2: solid C minus, so then we said, uh, let's do this one more time. I think we can be better." We did the next one in San Diego. It was a C plus. So we're like, "Okay, I'm starting I'm kind of starting to figure this out." Yeah. Then uh, I don't know. I think we did one in Dallas, Texas, or sorry, Fort Worth, Texas. We did one in New York City. We came back and did another one in Huntington Beach. So we're going to do the first one after the pandemic in 10 days, actually. Yeah. August 3, 4, 5, 6 in Disneyland Hotel, hybrid format, in-person and virtual. So we're expecting, you know, well over a thousand people. And like I amazing. said, 50, 60 countries or so.
1: 150 plus speakers, 180
2: 100 speakers. And, yeah, like a hundred. So yeah. A, I like mean, that. and
1: the topics, I mean, there's so many different topics and I love it. I'm obsessed.
2: We have a dedicated nursing track, hemodynamics track, structural heart disease track, scientific track, pulmonary hypertension track, just so you've got your plenary, something that applies to everybody. And then you got your breakout tracks. Find what you, what, what you find interesting cultivate and develop that and then come back to the plenary and everybody gets together again and that's really the premise of it so where's uh
0: 2023 2024 2023
2: we're going to merge with the world congress of cardiology and cardiothoracic surgery You know what? Do you guys want to talk to if you like? Gil yeah. Warnowsky is leading the World Congress. If you guys are interested, I'll have him come out oh, here and chat yes, with you guys. Yes, absolutely. That
1: was one of our last questions: Is do you have a suggestion yeah. for someone to come? Well, with? Yeah, we can pimp let's get, us out too.
2: Let's get uh, let's get uh, Gil Warnovsky. He's running the whole show. That's gonna be a big meeting. I think their budget is something like eight million dollars for one meeting. Whoa. It's it's where it's is intense. that one gonna be? Washington D.C. 2023. Okay. So we're I wanna merging go to with That one
0: that be great. I love D.C. East Coast. Right.
2: One week long. It's gonna be awesome. And then 2024, we're going to go back to New York City. And then
0: 2025, Miami. Ooh. I, come on. About Miami.
1: I feel like you're a Miami guy. Oh, I love
2: Miami. Yeah. I was thinking about Miami. I was thinking about even... I went through, for the first time, I went through the Austin airport. Mm. Austin would, was, be like, this would be fun. I've heard Austin's a, a cool. fun city. I've, I've never been, been. there. I've just been through the airport. I was like, this looks
1: cool. Yeah, it's nice. I've Austin's it's fun. And there's, it's a very poppin'. It's a poppin' city now. I feel, I
0: feel like. like it's a very... The like Orange County of Texas.
2: <laughs> oh, I've that's a good. It. I was going to say the Hollywood of Texas. <laughs>
0: kind of, yeah,
1: but I don't Hollywood. Know. Yeah, I like would mean. say more Hollywood, but it's cl- it's cleaner. Than it's either. clean. Oh, no okay. it's yeah, ho- yeah, yeah. clean like it's Hollywood. The, yeah. Clean Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. clean yeah. Hollywood. There yeah. you go. Oh, that's awesome. How do you so, go so. about um, picking your people? And like, you know, when you're going, because you're saying, you know, you want all the experts. How do you find? Your, how were you finding everybody?
2: Uh, I used to do it myself, and then I realized that that's a terrible strategy. <laughs> so now I've got these tracked chairs. And so we've got, I said, five or six different tracks. I pick three or four people in each track who I trust. And I say, you guys build the program. You guys find the speakers. And then the problem with that is, of course, multiple speakers get invited for multiple sessions. So you kind of got to filter it out. It's really just a lot of Excel work. It's more secretarial work than anything else. But putting, letting other people shine, letting them do their thing. They know more people than I do. And we also made one rule. We had two rules. There has to... Uh, there has to be equal number of men and women The talk. If you look at our speakers, it's 50. i am Don't quote me on this, but yeah. I think it's 53% men, 47% women. So wow. we almost got the 50. It's awesome. And in every session, there has to be one person at least outside the United States of America. Oh, Those wow. were the two awesome. rules we had.
0: God,
1: I love this.
2: And then it's going to be virtual. So recognize a uh, hybrid. It's going to be hybrid, in-person and virtual. So, for example, Kurt DeWall is a guy out of Sydney, Australia, who's – expertise is diastolic dysfunction and neonates he's not going to be able to come in but he we're going to stream him in mm-hmm. and he'll live zoom while everybody else is talking we've got um willem DeBoud, who's an md but he's got his phd in fluid dynamics i believe mm-hmm. so we're going to zoom him in to talk about how and i I don't remember exactly the title of this talk but something to the effect of how do i uh modulate blood pressure in a kid who's unresponsive to inotropes Oh, and he's, he's just an expert of fluid dynamics. So when inotropes don't work, then what?
1: God, I'm so excited. It's so it should good. be cool. It should be cool. Can you come to that any of the days? Maybe I thought I was going to be
0: out of town. I'm a little jelly, but I think I might actually. She's like, getting her
1: cardiac boner on. No, I really am. <laughs> uh, cardiac is. It's like the best. I, you favorite. know, I just think. What also I like, and, you know, in terms of NICU for people listening, a big dynamic and the NICU in terms of cardiology is like brain versus heart oh totally. Oh, so
0: yeah we chicken need or the to, egg um totally yeah that's a non-popular opinion and i think something in our well, it's world like a tale as old as time is like uh, neurologists think the brain right. matters more than anything else and or even cardiac. a neo
1: a neonatologist who's like we need to make sure we're doing this but then Which the cardiology team wants to do i'm yeah
2: the the popular joke amongst cardiologists is i've seen plenty of people live without a brain but i've never seen anybody live without a heart boom oh, my <laughs> <joke>. <laughs>
0: Well, here's the thing. Here we you go. You could be clinically brain dead and you're alive. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think the, this is just my two cents. Yeah. The heart is the battle. The brain is the war. It's all about long-term mm. outcomes. Mm. If you save a baby and they're, and again, everybody's, every parent's wishes are different. Yeah. But if it doesn't meet your wishes, sometimes it's inevitable, but sometimes it's, we didn't work hard enough at two in the morning, or we took the easy way out. And whenever it's those, that's just, that's heart wrenching and unacceptable.
1: Right. Right. And I think being self-aware and I love that. I think what you're starting to do is really present things. One of the, 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 um, the talks that you are presenting is, um, mistakes that I made or something. Oh, that's
2: my favorite. Session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: this is a really cool, um, I love it.
0: I think it's
2: great. My favorite session. To be
0: honest, I feel like everyone's going to want to go to that one. I'm like, I do. I'm like, well, I think even for someone to actually be able to speak about that and not be too proud to actually yeah. say, Hey, I've made a mistake. or so I've learned. It's
2: right. funny that you say that. So the biggest mistake I made and what I learned from it, we took the who's who in all the fields. One of each of the major fields. and took the who's who. The best nurse we could find. The best surgeon we could find. Yeah. And then 60% of them, three out of the five, said, I'm not doing that talk.
1: <laughs> I don't blame it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't want to, like, who wants to reveal the curtain, yeah. right? And that's the thing in the medical world. Like, who yeah. wants to pull that curtain but down? But it's like, exactly how do we grow,
0: right. That's how do we how grow, though? grow and move forward. Because exactly, if yeah. I'm coming to that conference and I hear you say, this is the biggest mistake I've made. Guess who's always going to remember mm. that and probably never make that mistake? Absolutely. Me. Who's going to learn from it? Absolutely. And and the trickle-down effect of how many patients could be
1: saved by X, Y, or Z. Like That's such a great topic. I was like, I can't wait for this one. It's going to be good.
2: The best speaker... We have a lot of good speakers, but there's one speaker I'm really interested in. Again, Gil wernowski the guy that's leading World Congress. I'll get you here. He always is probably the best speaker I've ever heard, at least top three for sure. His talk is... Knowledge comes from experience. Experience comes from bad decisions.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah.
2: Or bad judgment. Right? That's what it was. comes from bad judgment. Experience yeah. comes from bad judgment or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's great. That'll, oh. be, that'll be a good one. It's
1: going to be really, really good. What's something that um, you did not expect becoming a neonatologist? Like, what's something that surprised you?
2: Ooh. What surprises me about neonatology is actually how much influence neonatology has within the walls of a children's hospital. So if you take our hospital, for example, and again, everything I'm going to say is within 10%. of, I think neonatology is responsible for 65% of the profit margins yeah. that happens mm-hmm. within the hospital. Yeah, And it may be even a little bit more. So I never realized that these small babies are so... From an administrative side, they're a very big deal. They're very profitable for the hospital. And if you think about it, it sort of sort of makes sense. If you go to all these hospitals, they don't have any pediatric facilities except they all have a NICU. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do they all have an and OB is a money losing business, is my understanding. Right. So why do all the hospitals have OB so they can have a NICU? Why do they want that? Because NICUs make so much money money for the hospital. So I didn't realize that in the beginning. And so the dynamic between physicians and hospital administrators is always an interesting one. And again, we talk about the legs of the stool and this is another one of those legs of the school. You can't have stool. One can't be higher, lower, but that dynamic between NICU physicians and administrators is my biggest, is what surprised me the most. Oh
1: uh, yeah. yeah.
2: That was my biggest shocker.
1: Is there anything, I mean, cause that's a big topic that everyone's talking about nowadays is, is medical versus administrative. Like, is there anything you know, that you've learned or you think.
0: No, I want to even know, like, what is something you wish was different with hospital administration versus medical or the actual physicians, nursing staff, like the healthcare staff that are treating, the providers treating the patients versus administration.
2: So I can't speak for nurses and and providers, but I think for doctors, Mm -hmm. because I don't know the nursing side very Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. This is a California thing. So this is only going to, you know, interest some of your listeners. In California, it's illegal for hospitals to hire physicians. Hospitals cannot hire physicians. Wait, isn't physicians.
1: it Kaiser? No, it's separate. It's their three is. different. Yeah, they're a foundation. Separate. They're separate. So, yeah. university. That's a fake loophole.
2: That's a fake Well, that's how, that's how everybody does it now. It's through foundation. Foundation, yes. You can be hired by the university and then work in the university hospital, but the hospital does not hire you. Mm. Chalk does not hire me. Chalk hires, you know, right. whatever nurses not, mm-hmm. and not the physicians. So, there's this big disconnect between the physicians who are not employers of the hospital Mm -hmm. and the administrators and nursing and all those guys who are employees of the hospital. So now we have different leaders, so to speak. We've got different interests, so to speak. We've got our voice has different impact. That's the biggest, that we're not fully aligned. Let me say it like that. We're not fully aligned. Right. Yeah. Our model is set up such that we actually profit from a little bit of inefficiency but your model isn't like that. Why is that? Because, again, we have different payer sources. So if I can go to a hospital administrator and be less efficient, I can get more money out of them on the front end and then sweep it up, sweep up all the mess on the back end. That's the part that's. Um, yeah, different. That's That's problematic.
1: Yeah. Navigating all of it. It's just it is really interesting to hear the different dynamics, too, because I think for nursing, it's it's a big topic. And everybody, you know, we all want to know what's.
2: Nurses and doctors aren't on the same team. From that standpoint, mm-hmm. you've got two different employers, two different we goals, to two different people, two different oh, mission yeah. statements, right. two different visions. It's not. It's not good.
1: What's the biggest lesson you feel like you have learned in your career thus far?
2: Can I come back to that one? Yeah, let me come back to that one. Okay. Do
0: you have a pet peeve number four? You want to start off?
2: Yes, <laughs> I do. These are my favorites. So. I Go. do. I do. You know what bothers me <clears throat> is when. There's somebody you think is your friend, whether it be another physician, an RT, whoever you think it mm-hmm. is. You they you think yeah, they're yeah, your yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're the ones that report you to human resources. Oh. <laughs> that bothers me.
0: Especially like, just come have the conversation to my just face. Just <laughs> come have the Talk about to about my that. face. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just think there's like, there's um, a big disconnect with what's going on right now. I'm like, to me, I'm like, if I ever had an issue, just go to that person. I
0: don't understand that mindset, right? This new tattletale right?
2: culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I feel like I can only speak for myself and I left four years ago, but I feel like a lot of things that happened in my departure didn't need to go down that way. Totally. And it was due to just like, if anything could happens, have just came and
2: talked to me. Write them up. If anything happens, write her up. If anything happens, there's like this culture yeah. to just quickly write somebody up or to report them or to, and right. I don't understand that. And right.
0: not even get both sides either.
1: Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Go. That's a big thing. You know, I think that's a big dynamic also in terms of, you know, moving forward for, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. So many thoughts on that one. No, that's good. Should we do some rapid fire, my queen? Should we do it? Yeah. Oh, rapid fire. We got some rapid fire. I like the way this fire. sounds. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So this is one word answer only or one sentence. Got it. Okay. Let's do it. Short answer. Short answer. Yeah. Favorite
0: cocktail.
2: Tequila on the rocks.
0: Favorite cuss word. Fuck is that the boston in you
2: so i never Washington. cursed i never cursed and my wife never cursed like my wife was like we were utah people like we, we like we, yeah. we didn't yeah. curse okay
0: utah their favorite word is like heck
2: <laughs> yeah what the heck what the heck what the frick? <laughs> what the frick? exactly right exactly <laughs> right that. so you've been there yeah exactly right so we you know we go through atlanta and la and we get through the we, you know we, we're still utah people we don't curse and then we went to boston and i remember one day coming home my wife goes I went to the grocery store, there was no fucking good grapes. And I was like, excuse me, what happened to you? <laughs> fucking we grapes. love this for her. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And ever since then, it's just been Boston, Boston ruined yeah. us. Okay, if us you it could ruined. Or it seasoned you a little. It seasoned uh, us. It, yeah, it seasoned yeah, yeah, us. Yeah.
1: Spicy. We're getting a little spicy. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
2: Oh, Newport Beach.
0: That's a real deal. If you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on?
2: I had this conversation the other day. Would we stop working? We're doing a happy hour after work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys been to A&O?
1: Uh, oh, this isn't a one-word yes. answer. I no, not. Right.
2: We're
1: um,
0: ADHD queens yeah, yeah, here. Absolutely, go for <laughs>
2: it. A and Good restaurant. Great restaurant yes. on the water. Very good. In front of a fire pit. This exact conversation came out. I would continue to work as much as I do, but I wouldn't take call.
0: Uh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would no you like call. negotiate that in your contract where it's like I don't take call or I? When you leave. have enough money, you, think yeah. you
2: can negotiate whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like you either want me or you don't. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll even come in in the middle of the night. Give whiteboard lectures on any topics, and then go to my own bed. Okay, love that. Hospital beds are awful, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> especially call room beds. Ugh, oh my god, it's gotta be bad. It's bad.
0: What's the most annoying? This is not even. I'm totally going off oh. of rapid fire. This we'll go back to it. What's the most annoying call you got from a nurse in the middle of the night that they oh. woke you up for? The thing that you're just like you fucking called me and woke me up in the middle of the night for this.
2: I don't know about that one, but can I give you another one? Yeah, sort of yeah, analogous yeah. to that. So I'm rounding and this nurse comes in with a sort of a really bad attitude. Oh my patient's, you know, really hot and you're not addressing his his or her concerns and, da, 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 da. and the baby's in an isolate. So I'm like, wait a second, the baby's in an isolate. So why don't you just turn down the temperature of the isolate? Can you do that? She's like, Well yeah, is that what you want me to do? And I'm like Oh boy. Yeah, is there something else you want to do? No, I just want you to know. And I was like, Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> I was annoyed oh. by that process. Okay. Like, that interaction sort like, of annoyed you me. Like, just sit in
0: your room with the heat on at 90 degrees and be like, it's so fucking hot in here, I'm going to call up.
2: <laughs> that so- annoyed so- me. SoCal
0: Elect, SoCal and complain. That like, was just what?
2: recently. That was, like, just a couple weeks ago. That's and so I was funny. like, what's with the attitude problem? But in the middle of the night, uh, I want to notify you about a low potassium.
0: Oh,
1: okay. No one's dying. You're like, can, can, we can we just talk about Can we just talk about or... the low
2: potassium? That's 2.9 <laughs> instead of 3.0. And, like. Oh, God.
1: Uh Equally, but I empathize.
2: No, hold on, hold on. See, we, okay, we, can't, be, where... we can't be rapid fire. We can't be rapid fire. <laughs> <Okay>. I empathize. <laughs> okay. Because I actually think nurses have it really difficult finding that right balance because if they don't I was offer just everything,
1: yes off with their heads. Off with your heads. Exactly. You, but this is also where the dynamics of like, if you know your doctor, then like you know what there the thresholds go. are. You kind of
0: understand like what's important, what's not. Like, that's a big piece exactly of it. Exactly right. I mean, there was a doctor, and I won't say their name, who used to let me enter orders in the middle of the <laughs> night. I and that. And then in the morning, they would be like, cool, and sign them off. Yeah, You should absolutely be Am able to put your orders I mean, why, in. Okay, but what's why, the, I, you Why know, couldn't you? I don't get the issue with that. In, I don't get the issue with that either. You're well, ICU like you nurses. Right. That's why I like transport, though. That's why I like transport, because right. I'm in a helicopter, and if I have to start Epi... Why can't you just start
2: Epi? Why can you do that there? But you can't do it here. Yeah. I don't. Well, also, we I will
0: can, say- like we technically like I have to have an order, but I get back and they just trust us. If you're good enough to be on transport, you should be able to handle and then we'll sign your orders when you come back. Rebute, yeah. But also I will say out of state, there's a lot i mean they do
1: a lot i feel like california we're so regulated but a lot of Maybe out of state like that's just the mo because you have so many patients and like there's no way to physically not do it like we were talking to was it ryan and she was
0: saying like a lot we put in our orders well, i'm just like imagine if i like, woke you up in the middle of the night for you to order just straight d10 so i could do my n- newborn screen
2: i'll even go one step above i'll even, <laughs> like, I'll even one up you i know how good both of you are wouldn't it be awesome baby's going down having issues you troubleshoot you decide to get an x-ray and then you call me and say, here's what I did. I ordered a chest x-ray. It looks okay to me, yeah. but can you just double check? Like how yeah. like how yeah. awesome or hey, we got a high x-ray. functioning teams. This be.
0: looks like shit. This looks you, abnormal. You better what get up do you here because we might need to call surgery. It's, it's worth absolutely. your yeah,
2: Yeah. It's absolutely. Worth your time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating that those dynamics are for sure. I have
2: another pet peeve. Okay, yes. here we go. But this is a chalk specific pet peeve. I liked our old NICU more than our new NICU. Oh, let's explain the dynamics Same. because people the don't yeah. the old NICU was very um tight. Just giant pods tight but everybody was tight and close so if you pick up a whiteboard everybody yeah. could hear you talk everybody would come in and now you're having a conversation with yep. i don't know 30 40 people the way our new unit is it's beautiful it's stunning yep. it's massive private it's rooms. large private rooms but if i get a whiteboard and start talking other than the two nurses on the either side of each room yeah. nobody will hear me nobody will see that's me. a good point and so then if you want to give a lecture or a talk, you're really only talking to two or three people. You have to do it right. at every corner of so the true. unit. Well,
0: and I don't think it's good for new nurses or there's no collaboration because when I was a brand new nurse 11 years ago, I'd be in my pod. Some experienced nurse might come up to me and be like, have uh, you noticed that, looks, yeah. that this has been like, eh, or like whatever you have eyes on kind of everyone and you're kind of up in everyone's business in a good way yes but that's how you learn and then you can ask people and be like get opinions and blah 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 and like i used to round up people and be like everyone come look at this belly before i call the doctor everyone Mm. come look at this residual everyone come check this out like look at to these retractions like what do you think what do you think
2: all high functioning teams. i That's really
0: i'm is. interested to see down the line because obviously
1: private rooms and NICU. this is a big thing in NICU right now because a lot of NICUs are going to private rooms i am interested to see the research on this 10 years down the line oh, because oh. i agree with you i think the dynamics in icus there's actually a mayo clinic out in arizona one of their, I believe one of their ICUs, it's basically like a big room essentially. And all the rooms are on the outside. And then I think they have like the center, you know, where everyone is. And I think that's actually a really that works nice, well. yes, that works great. because then you have, okay, you've got people in the center. Like, I just think that, you know, hostels are not like really thinking out long-term how is this going to affect patients. And I understand, you know, putting patients in private rooms for sound, totally blah, makes blah, sense. Blah, totally makes but sense. it does impede teaching education, the dynamics
0: um, I think the kind ha- of watching, it takes a village sometimes that watch each other's back to totally like, Hey, or do you even know that your pump like is wrong? Yeah. Like, did you know? Or babies like, go down fast. They
2: have no reserve. No they reserve. They have no reserve. So, so you're, if you're, you're need, on an Island.
1: Yep. You are on a, and you need someone fast. It's like, it's so much easier. I mean, when we were in pods and you know, that's a whole saga, but I do, I'm curious to see down the line, like, is there going to be research on the other side saying like, actually maybe this wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Or there's a, there's a happy middle. Cause I actually
0: there's like, like, um, UCI's NICU. I've heard. Oh, Because it's like not private rooms, but it's semi. I've heard Like they're like little silos everywhere. Oh, I like that. So it's like there's a lot of privacy. It's easy for parents to do skin to skin and do that. But there's still kind of... Semi open oh in God. a pod environment, but it's kind of like you almost have these like nooks and crannies tucked yeah, in, but you're still. That would work,
2: that would and work.
0: it was. It's nice. Hot tips for anyone
1: in the NICU who's helping build out new NICUs. There you uh, go.
0: Hire me to consult. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> how to make your unit the best it should be. Okay. Okay. Back uh, to what's part. your biggest flex?
2: I have no fear dancing on tables.
0: Oh, I love that. If I'm have at you a party, done that.
2: All right. The Christmas if, party. Not at the no, Christmas party, I don't but remember if it. I'm Man at up. a party or if I'm at a club, I have got no fear jumping on a table and just start dancing there.
1: Go for it. Okay. I Did you do
2: that part last of my, night in Hollywood? I jumped on a chair.
0: Okay. <laughs> close enough. We get partial credit. And it's part
2: of my, uh, my, uh, what, what's the term when you want like everybody's attention on you?
0: Tension horn. Yeah, yeah,
2: that. yeah. That's
1: <laughs> Whatever it is. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it. You can buy that. Honestly. It's great. No, I love it. Okay. So we love a party moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, death row last meal.
2: Pizza and Coke Zero. That is Seriously? The worst choice ever. Ew. Yeah.
0: I'm so disappointed in you. What kind of pizza? Yeah, and from where? Oh. And from where? At least let me judge you a little less. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not going to tell you.
0: <laughs> if you say Domino's, get out of there. No, not you're Domino's. Fired. Uh.
2: Like combination pizza with everything on it. This is gonna be bad. Frozen Tombstone Pizza
1: what what okay, time out coming from the mail like, okay coming like, are from you mr not, newport
0: beach himself
1: i was gonna say like okay, are, okay. I, in my head That's i was true. going to so you of a you. Steak,
0: steak with all the
1: sides and like you know do it up with you know
2: tombstone pizza
0: all right here we go is that how you got through med school
2: <laughs> oh for ramen. sure ramen and for pizza. sure pizza got me through med school
0: uh what is your favorite
1: color and what does it say about you
2: I was going to say black, but what does it say about my I'm immortal. <laughs> um, black. No, 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 no. Red. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Red.
0: All right. Flashy.
2: Flashy. Yeah. Flashy. Okay. Yeah. Red, flashy. Okay,
0: you had the Maserati. I know I'm going off topic. Yeah. What, do, what do you drive now? What do, what are, what are I have in a total
2: dadmobile. Oh I don't God. like my car. I'm embarrassed what do you have? You. What do you drive? I drive an AMG GT. Oh, that's nice. It's Okay.
0: It's a
2: so I had okay. my car, my car before this was much better. And then when I got rid of it, there was nothing that I actually really Wanted. like. Yeah. So I'm still looking around. Okay. All, right. All right. So as soon as Shop I find it. a car that I like, I'm going to switch it out.
0: Okay. okay. It. Um, if you could have a drink with any historical figure, like dead or alive. Who would it be? Can I pick three? Sure. Yeah. Have a party. If you could have a little a, <laughs> a, a brunch, happy hour, happy hour. Uh, gonna, it would be your guest list.
2: Leo DiCaprio.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? I didn't expect that one. but I love it.
2: Oh, this is just Leo DiCaprio.
0: Why? Because he's going to bring bitches?
2: Yeah, sure. But yeah, okay. yeah, totally. <laughs> Obama. Oh,
0: that's a good one. And
2: not for political reasons. Obama kind of had that VJ thing in him. Mm-hmm. Where he could just it, like he could just change your mind. You could be mm-hmm. absolutely disagree with this policy, and then you hear him talk about it, and you are like, "Oh, I guess that makes sense." <laughs> like just that ability to manipulate He's people's smooth. minds. Yeah. The smooth, the not yeah. trying too hard. It made it so easy. That and the number three, Cristiano Ronaldo. Do I know who that is? Who's
1: that? The the soccer, soccer player. player. Oh. Like the most, the most guess, famous. One. One. David yeah, Beckham. Those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like three hundred and like. Something million followers doesn't he? He's crazy. Like everyone follows him. Everyone everywhere in
0: the entire world except here. Yeah, soccer is their primary. Yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, what are
1: you doing on your days off lately? What are you doing? Anything good?
2: I've got a seven-year-old daughter and a four-year-old daughter. Mm, They're keeping you busy. I am. We just recently started rollerblading.
0: Can I say I'm so glad that you had girls? Oh, me too. It's payback. Yeah. you feel like you <laughs> needed that. Yeah. I was built. Did that change you? I was Did having built. girls change you a little I was bit versus what you were yeah. built? To, to
2: have, be- no, to be the father of sons. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I know. For sure. to Literally. be the father Literally. of sons. Yeah. And so when my wife came God out- God had to humble had, you. And she had, um, she, they said it was a girl- I thought for sure it was an error. We're going to go back and it's going to be a boy. I like
0: how you're that confident. And like, there's no doubt. It yeah. was an error. Okay.
2: And then it came, and then they're like, no, we're convinced it's a girl. So then I was convinced there was going to be some sort of sex disorder where it looks <laughs> like a girl, but it's actually a boy. And I, you think yeah. I'm joking around. I yeah. actually, I was like, no, I was put on this earth to be the father of sons. Then the first one comes, the second one comes, which again, I swore was a mistake. And now my wife and I were like, should we have a third so you can have your son? I was like, if we have a third, I want another daughter. Aww. Like I live for these two girls at I this was point say, i, I feel like live for this these is two like girls the kobe far. energy that oh. this is like are for you sure kidding
1: me? like i love the dynamic of a daughter and their dad like just like wrapped around your little finger oh. like oh my gosh
2: for our third i was like i want to sex determine a girl <laughs> we're do gonna do ivf
0: boys. where we can implant only, only a girl. girl embryo yes. Yes. Oh, that's so cute it's so it's funny because a... it's
1: like it's definitely not something i would have anticipated from you you know what totally. i mean like totally. you are such totally. a girl dad. i love it we love girl-dad energy.
2: So, yeah, lots of swimming, lots of... How oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. everything.
1: Are they, like, painting your nails or doing any, like, I dress I don't up? let them do any of that.
2: They try <laughs> really hard to paint daddy's nails. I don't do any of that kind A of stuff. toenail never hurt. That <laughs> yeah. is, that's what they say, and absolutely <laughs> not. But my daughters are... My wife is very girly girl. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my daughters... She always... Very, she's beautiful. She's that's stunning. That's nice of me to say. That's nice yeah. of me to say. Um, so my daughters are taken to her. They're very girly girls. I love that. We have a house full of girly girls.
0: You're kind of a girly girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look at your little bling shirt, your little
0: Armani exchange bling shirt.
2: Yeah, my daughter at the age of two who could never sit still, no problem, will sit still. She comes by that honestly. get Get her nails done as she knows everybody in the nail salon by on a first name basis, oh, they queen. all know her so and fantastic. she can even tell you what color she wants. Each of her nails. It's cute. like, it's like next level. Love. It is next level. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. I love that. So
1: cute. Um, what piece of advice do you have for the selfie listeners before you head out? Anything good that you feel like your life motto or something to leave with?
2: Ashrafi words of wisdom. Oh yeah. my goodness. Ashrafi words of wisdom. So you actually, this leadership coach I have, mm-hmm. and I was always, you know, very secure in myself. I never had any insecurities. I never saw, you know, felt a reason to see a therapist or a psychologist or a coach for any reason. But as I've been talking to this coach, he asks a lot of difficult questions that I have to internally reflect. And I actually, this is going to sound kind of weird. I actually wish I did this a lot sooner. The ability to internally reflect and see what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are much earlier than now. Had I done this 20, 30 years ago or 10, 20 years ago, I think I would have been a much better person overall. I love that. Again, I like that. I wish I had done therapy and I'm not again, I'm not depressed, I'm not anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, just no, the no. ability to I talk actually... to somebody about
0: well, self, Your like, mindset. Self self-reflection. Yeah, self-reflection we lack so much self-reflection in this society. Why you do know you make what's interesting? Decisions.
1: Okay, doing this show, right? It's so interesting because I think that we have had the opportunity to start doing that more. Well, and we talk start... to so many
0: different people that it makes, it makes us you self-reflect back totally. after every episode. And I feel like I am a completely different person since starting this show Absolutely. of like in a positive way.
1: I also think like we undervalue people, you know, like the tools to improve ourselves right like i think that's actually a really good point is to take the time to be like okay what are my strengths how do i play that up and totally. how does that apply to my Exactly right. profession? well i think smart people we
0: get this kind of like oh we, we could do everything on our own no. Yeah. no like yeah, we got this we've, we've gotten this far without <laughs> totally. help we we got totally. this yeah right i'm
1: like i i'll take all the help i can get <laughs> i like, That makes yes. two of us. Makes two of us. But I think improving, that's really good. Self-improvement and self-reflection. I think it's great. Yeah. We're
0: doing it. Okay, so drop us all the details about your upcoming NeoHeart. Yes.
2: Website, www.chalk.org forward slash NeoHeart. Okay. August 3 through 6, hybrid meeting, Disneyland. Um, you can attend virtually. You can attend virtually. Yeah um
1: we do have a code where we have a hundred dollars off for all the selfie listeners let's as make well it, let's make
2: it two hundred dollars off. oh thank wow. you doing code this guy. Code.
1: we'll use code selfie that's what, we, um, that's what
0: happens when we're uh, in with the the big boss there yeah you go. also uh ceus are offered for all providers totally. yes um don't be like me the last time i renewed my nursing license i came oh up God. like short the night before i was doing fucking ceus like Wait, damn it <laughs> Don't lose I that I assumed I had enough because I do so much shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, located in Disneyland. Disneyland. Where's where the after party? So we have. <laughs> oh, what's the lineup really quick? Because like, okay, first night, is there something? Like, so first yeah.
2: day workshops, Okay, keynote dinner, and then just low low, low, low key. Okay. Thursday, meetings all day. Okay. There's this new company called Beyond Air. They make tankless nitric oxide. They just got approved by the FDA. They just take Whoa. ambient air. Goes through some machine. Nitric oxide spits out. They're giving $75,000 for our Thursday night party. Oh,
1: wow. yes. You can throw a
2: great party on $75,000. Uh, yeah. You can throw a phenomenal I can't party. Wait. So Thursday night's the party. Okay. Then Friday night is posters, abstracts, open bar the whole night. Love. And then another event Friday night And then it ends Saturday at 5 o'clock. So we got big parties Thursday, Friday.
1: Awesome. Oh, my God. Well, and I think this is just how all of our uh, medical events should be. This is just you're doing it right, man. So medical.
2: So it's funny. Last thing before we go. It used to be you'd go to conferences to learn something new. But now on your iPhone, we have access to all the same information. The smartest guys and gals in the world have no more information than any of us have right now. Right. So why do you go to conferences? Networking. Network. That Network. Only Absolutely. So if you're not going to invest the, the majority of your time in networking, there's no point in hosting a conference. So it's yeah. all about networking, 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 which makes the hybrid component. You can then argue, should you even do a hybrid component? But there still is value in education. I don't want to poo-poo yeah. that. So there is value in education, but networking. And we need our CEOs. You need your CEOs. You need all of that Well, also, I
1: think what also you're doing and I think is unique is you're offering up platforms for people to have open debate and, and conversation. And I love that.
2: The more people argue on stage yes. in a professional way, the perfect, better. yes, the better
1: opens up conversation and starts stimulating like, oh, do we do that? How do we how can we do better? Like, this is just I hope that, you know, for people who are starting to organize more conferences, like turn it into this. This is like your agenda and your lineup is amazing. You guys,
2: oh, you're too nice. Great. One thing we did a few years back and we still haven't decided if we're going to do it here or not. Instant polling. Would you do fill in the blank? And we had a pre-programmed That's everybody rad. in there. All the neonatologists, 80% said yes. If you look at the PICU, 80% said no. <laughs> of course, we had representation on board. Okay, what what do they understand that you don't understand? And you have these two going back and forth and arguing on stage. It was like exactly what Heart's all about, trying to understand that. Yeah. why the other people do it and you don't or vice versa. It, yeah. was, it was perfect. Awesome. I feel like the
0: best thing for me is when I went to transport and learning PICU and CVICU up there. Just and totally then different. Well, I'd yeah. go to MMs, but MMs would have physicians from NICU and... Pick you, and it would be funny because we'd be reviewing a NICU case and the PICU docs would stop and ask a question well why didn't you do this and it's like totally yeah I mean, and yeah. same thing sometimes like a neo would say like chime in about something with you, and it's like no 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 and it's like <laughs> really eye-opening to me to be like wow yeah, totally we're ICU critical care and we are in two different worlds so awesome. yeah I think that would be that's a cool yeah, feature to that. see like what people would even say. Totally.
1: Well, congratulations. You, Thank you, you. I know you are doing big no. things. You are, oh, no. and, Thank you guys you for know, the invite. the NICU world is, we, I'm excited because I think this is like what we need in our, on our population. There's so many things changing, you know, it's just, it's really fun. This is a whole new world and you are, absolutely killing it oh you're
2: too nice thank you congratulations to you guys and your show thank huge you huge success yeah, one yeah. million downloads we're we're, we're getting, getting there, there. Oh. we're getting there are you close we're, we're close, close. That's we're really pretty close awesome. we're getting there we're that's so pumped awesome. yeah yeah it's
0: been a great you know we have a whole new I know, who would have thought when we were just harassing you on <laughs> night shift that we'd all be <laughs> here you'd be like major influencers now
2: later. that's awesome yeah that's too awesome we love to
1: give you a hard time it's great it's That's so cool. fun. Well, thank you for taking the time. My to pleasure. Come up. Thank
2: we you. Appreciate it. I appreciate you.
0: Can we see you in na- Neo Heart? Let's do it. Yep. Code selfie. <laughs> I don't even know what to say sometimes, but oh, uh, something's never changed. Absolutely. Like I felt like we were just like at night shift at three in the morning. It's so funny, so, like
1: how I don't know we just have known him for so many years and it's so fun to have these conversations
0: with him because and this is literally how he is like in person which I absolutely love I think it's so refreshing though that a doctor can just be a human mm-hmm. and just speak honestly Let instead loose. of just pretending to be so yeah. stuffy and like
1: I love yeah. a Shrafi energy yes like absolutely and I really really do hope like the generation of doctors kind of coming up and even nurse nurse PAs like coming together as a team he just there's something about him where we as nurses just really resonated with him we had so much fun and it's funny because I do think the NICU gets like the rap for being like goody two shoes or like picture perfect, you know. Yeah, Dita. right. You should come
0: to our Christmas party.
1: <laughs> oh mm. my yeah. God, yeah. we've had some fun Christmas parties, yeah. but um, we just love uh, Dr. Shrafi's energy. We're so thankful to have had him on. If you guys can attend, Neo Heart, definitely tune in. You know, you guys can sign up virtually. If you can come in person, we're, I'm so excited to meet you. Definitely reach out and let us know if you're coming. Hopefully, yeah. Sam will be making an appearance. Yes. We'll Link in, notes, yep. link
0: in the show notes, link in the show and notes, and use the code SELFIE Absolutely. for 200 off, which is amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: And thank you, as always, for listening, you guys. We are just so thankful for every single one of you here today. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely share it with a colleague, a friend, maybe a doctor, or just any... This is just a really, really... Um, this, these are the kind of conversations we want to share. So thank you for, you know, being here with us and
0: sharing the word And bridging bridging the gap between uh, yeah, nursing and medical. Absolutely. Love
1: that. Yeah. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all
0: of our goodies. They're linked in the bio. Also, our Iceland and Bali trip links in bio. Can't wait to see you there. And then mm-hmm. um, thank you for your reviews, as always. So we'll be sending out swag bags, the free pins, mm-hmm. uh, stickers, all that good stuff all you got to do is leave your instagram handle in your review and we'll reach out to you to get your address absolutely
1: and click those five stars on spotify thank, thank you. you and make sure you're following us on our
0: insta that's at nurse tori and at hey samantha with two a's and we have a super fun bonus episode get ready we've been cranking out the this bonus content i know we took a break from them for a while because we were had a lot going on but yeah. they're back in full swing There we go super fun topics absolutely. so buckle up buckle up let's go we'll see you on friday bye, bye.